Welcome to the NRF and EHL podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Erin. We're sisters who are going to be talking all things life, fitness, health, and anything else random that we can squeeze into a conversation. We hope you enjoy and please share if you do. Let's get started. Hello, welcome. We are, what day is it? Friday. If you are listening on the other day, happy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever. Um, Today, we are going to talk about Erin. So if you have listened to episode four, we covered my competing journey. So we felt that it was only fair, or I did, that we now put the spotlight on Erin today. So when I said this to Erin, she was like, but what are we going to talk about? But I feel like there's so much to talk about. And people are really inspired by you and you have been through a whole journey of your own in terms of like your own fat loss journey changing career etc so we are going to talk about you today yeah wonder wonderful (laughs) so eric people can learn how to be more erin no, I'm joking. Be more you, whoever you are. But um, yeah, we're going to talk about you. So I guess we need a starting point. So we have briefly covered this in episode one for anyone who has co- who has listened to all of them. We hope you've listened to all of them. Um, but we need to just start at the beginning, I think, and go from there. So if you can kind of talk about your health and fitness journey why it started when it started and when I say when it started I mean like the first time not this time Mm. (laughs) has definitely been more than one attempt at this this attempt is definitely a lifelong change and I'm not saying it's not but there has been you are or were the definition of a yo-yo dieter and I think Mm. that a lot of our listeners will probably really resonate with that. And it's really helpful to hear other people's experiences, I think, because it helps you to recognize that your own behaviors and feelings surrounding weight loss and dieting and things aren't, you aren't on your own. So that's what I want to hear anyway. But obviously, if you go on a tangent, that's absolutely fine. So I want to know about your kind of what why where how when um so yeah as you said I am the definition of yo-yo dieter so I'm 28 and I think probably been on and off dieting since I was maybe 15 14 to know what a diet is or a diet you know um doing something specific on and off since I was like 15 um Mm -hmm. I danced when I was younger. Anyone who knows me who's listening to this will think that's hilarious because I have absolutely no rhythm whatsoever. Um, But yeah, I did. Did you? I didn't just, it just wasn't for me, all right? It was not for me. Um, (laughs) But I I think even that, and you'll probably touch on this later, if you weren't very good at something or if you felt like you couldn't, do it straight away or it required a level of effort that you weren't willing to put in then it wasn't for you oh 100 I was the definition of a lazy bitch like (laughs) 
literally Those are your words not mine yeah if it wasn't easy I didn't want to do it yeah um so yeah dance no not for me um did it for years but I didn't enjoy it um, like only because I loved it so you had to go yeah I had to go you know you're you're at dance class I've got to go to dance class so well, the only thing that's benefit. I, I was at the front absolutely rocking out and you were hiding at the back hoping no one was watching. Yeah, like literally. The only thing it has taught me or kept with me is the fact that I'm very good at pointing my toes now because when I'm a pole, <laughs> my pole instructor always says to me, oh, you have beautiful feet. And I'm like, ah, that'll be all those years of not wanting to attend dance. But Miss Penny shouting, point your toes. And that is, that's what stayed with me. Point your toes, Erin. You you got something from it I got so. something from it so yes as always I'm chatting shit but <laughs> I yeah so I did dance from like a young age and then kind of the first dieting experience I remember was like 15 16 and if you guys have either listened to like the first podcast I'm not sure if I mentioned it then but I know that when we did our Instagram Instagram live I did I um actually if you look at back I I actually wasn't overweight um at school really um I was bigger than my extremely petite friends but I wasn't overweight um Mm -hmm. obviously as an insecure teenager hormones all of those sorts of things I thought I was you're really impressionable Uh, at that age as well aren't yeah extremely um and uh, I god I will die if he ever listens to this but I had a friend he probably won't even remember because it's so irrelevant to people they people don't realize what their comments do to you um but one of my friends my male friends at school said that he'd really like to go to prom with me but the another girl who he'd asked would look better in a dress so that was why he'd asked her and not me so anyway I was devo as you can imagine and I know and um my granddad had bought me like a beautiful prom dress you know like back in the days obviously I left school like like 12 yeah like 12 years ago so like 12 years ago you girls by the way anyone who's younger listening to this look incredible that was not a look back then (laughs) I had this like thick satin gunmetal gray is the only way to describe it dress but I thought I looked the absolute tits um but this dress was you know a bit tight on me and whatever so I asked my mum we went to a slimming club did that you know whole stand on the scales you be you've lost stand on the scales you've gained boo um kind of culture and I think I dropped about a stone um around about um and I was chuffed and I looked fab. And when I look back now, I'm like, oh my God. So that like, you actually look like your friends, but at the time I still thought that I was, you know, overweight. So that was kind of like my first experience. Even once you had- Even once lost. I'd lost, yeah. Even once I'd lost it, um, perspective is a very weird thing. And, and now I look back at photos of me at 16 years old at that prom and I look smaller than some of them. But actually yeah. at the time, because you've got in your head and I and I never use the word um, fat uh, anymore, um, but because I'd kind of always overcompensated as being the funny fat friend, um, I'm still funny, by the way. Um, I was well, like, I certainly think so, but. We'll no, everyone thinks I'm funny. Everyone thinks I'm funny. I know I'm funny. I don't need people to tell me. I know I'm funny. Um, but yeah, so I'd overcompensated 
for my lack of confidence with kind of taking that role on. So I think that even though, and a lot of women and men who have lost um, body fat will probably resonate with this, that it takes a very, very long time to see yourself in your new body. You still mm-hmm. look in the mirror and see something that's- Yeah, a distorted image. Yeah, massively with clothing and all sorts of things like that. So I definitely had that at like 16. Then I got my first boyfriend and he could drive and take me to McDonald's. <laughs> and then it all just went terribly wrong. Um, I would eat at home. I'm, oh my God, this is like Dear Diary. I would <laughs> see you. So I wish everyone could see you because I can see you thinking, should I say this out loud? Like I'm admitting to something that I've really held close to me for a very long time. Yeah, so I I would eat tea at home with like you and mum. And then- Everyone's getting a confession right now. The confessions of Erin. Yeah, the confessions of Erin. And and her trips to McDonald's. (laughs) Yeah, so I would eat dinner with you and mum. And then I would go to McDonald's with him. And then if we got to his mum's house and she'd made tea, and obviously she's fuming out because you should be hungry for your tea, I'd eat a third. (laughs) regularly so as you can imagine uh then I got my driving license so (laughs) and by this point you weren't dancing anymore so no I wasn't dancing I wasn't doing PE which you know even though that's only however many times a week um I wasn't doing that I had a driving license so I wasn't walking anywhere you were very sedentary so literally I just sat and ate for around about two years (laughs) and um actually was the biggest that I have ever been um I'm five foot two so and I I have small I'm showing Nicole my hands by the way I don't know why I'm showing her my hands because you guys can't see me but I have very small hands and very small feet so I'm actually quite petite but I was not petite at all and I just ate and ate and ate because I was happy well so I thought happy and that food made me happy and it was just shite I ended up you know first relationship and all of that just died fizzled out whatever not important but (laughs) I did yeah so we split up and then I was like oh god not only am I alone I'm alone and I'm fat and that is genuinely like I was like oh my god so as you do trolled trailed troll trailed the internet I don't know and it looked quick ways to do it because I've got no I had no commitment in me whatsoever and um found some diet pills so I ordered them because I also had a little part-time job ordered them mum didn't know about it because she definitely would have kicked my ass if she knew about that ordered them they didn't work because you know to lose weight you need to eat less food and I wasn't doing that I was just taking these pills so then I tried um, I feel like to a certain degree everybody's been there to like varying degrees with believing yeah you just you see these you see these ads and these packets of things and stuff and you think well okay well I'm doing what they're telling me to do because they're telling me to take it or drink it or whatever it is so why am I not losing the weight so I tried that and then I went on a girls holiday with um said girls who I was at school with really really good friends with again they were all teeny tiny humans um we went to Magaluf living the dream as an 18 year old 
yeah and oh I um, just complete side note but obviously we're in Crete last week and we went to Malia which is a place where I went when I was that age and if you go back with adult eyes oh my word was it disgusting it was gross like literally parked the quad we got off because Jed was like I just want to go and look around the beach is supposed to be nicer there for that side of the island we got off we were just walking around Jed was like get me out of here like what is this and he never went on a lad's holiday like that either so he's like literally never been anywhere like that it doesn't look any different and I sent one of my best friends that I went there with a video and she was like oh my god have a bucket for me Well, we went to Magaluf um, and another... Do you know what? Boys are just shitheads. Boys Mm. just don't realise the impact that things have. And we met this... It was funny. We got on the flight and we met this group of lads. And there was... I think there was five of them. There was five of us. So anyway, turns out they were then staying in the same hotel hotel as us. So we were doing stuff together and whatever. You know, a few romances, a few you know, whatnots. And I will leave that there. This is not leave that there. But my point to that <laughs> was that we all followed each other on social media and whatever. And one of the lads wrote on one of the other lads' photos, oh, it's all right. You got left with the fat one. Oh and that was God. and that was again in reference to me. And I'm like, I was, I thought I looked, you know, I actually felt really good when I was on that holiday. But then someone ruined that for you. And somebody ruined that. And then again, you're like, well, I'm shit. So then I tried packet stuff. Um, I think, you know, we're not big enough yet to get sued. So I think it's called Exante. Um, and I've not heard of that. Yeah. Mum did it. I did it. We all did it. Like a shake. Yeah, literally. It's a bit like Slim Fast, um, but you have no meals. So it's literally just like three shakes a day. And actually I still get emails from them because obviously I signed up on my email. Um, And the other day I got an email from them saying um, like an offer. So they're still like running. These businesses are still running. And I looked at the ingredients and each sachet has 250 calories in it. So that meant that I was having 750 calories a day and I was allowed two pieces of fruit. Oh, so sub a thousand calories. Sub a thousand calories. So I did that. And obviously, obviously. If you are listening to this, do not do that. Like, no. do not do this it. This is not, I'm not advocating for any of this. I'm just trying to be honest about. Oh, yeah. You absolutely have to be honest. But just as a little disclaimer, like, no. Yeah. So I did that and obviously lost weight. Um, it was going to happen, but I was doing no exercise again. I didn't enjoy exercise. How and long did then- you stick to that for? um two months I think yeah I think that's pretty good going to be able to stick to that for two months but when you say two months do you mean like every day for two months or did you binge on the weekends oh I probably binged on the weekend yeah and alcohol I didn't stop drinking alcohol so that was obviously I was getting some calories in with beer and vodka um you know thank the lord actually because probably was helping me sustain my life a little bit (laughs) um so That was, so that was until I was about uh, 20, kind of those sort of diets. And then um, another life, another boyfriend. And he was actually into the gym, which was quite helpful because that meant, you know, I then was like, oh, maybe I'll try it. I'll try it. Turns out I didn't like it. Um, And so went probably, signed up for a gym membership, probably paid for six months, probably went six times in six months. Um, Never get that money back, will I? 
Um, <laughs> so it did that. And again, when you're happy and you are in an adult-ish relationship and you can afford takeaways and things like that, it gets out, it can get out of hand very, I very- Especially when you're first able to do those things. Like when you're first yeah. able to, because you, you don't have loads of commitments. Yeah. Your money does go on shit like that, doesn't it? Like yeah, literally away on a Friday night and a Saturday night. Yeah. Like, your disposable income isn't going anywhere else. Yeah. So I, so I was doing that all the time and I just ballooned again. Um, and then I started university um, and I was commuting. So I was commuting from my house to Bath University. And then you were like, hey, I'm in Australia. Do you want to go to Thailand together? And I was like, yeah, yeah all right, I'll do that. I'll come to Thailand. Why not? Um, so then I was like, Jesus. I have to wear a bikini. Oh, and this is at the time as well when I think you mentioned this, the the coffees were happening. Oh, I haven't told the truth about the, yeah, the truth about the coffees yet. So I was at university. This is why I said uni. So I was at uni and they had a Starbucks and it turns out I liked coffee. Um, And I was writing my dissertation. So I was in my third year at uni and I was writing my dissertation and we were going um, to Thailand in the summer. And this was like the April or the May. And I couldn't work out why I wasn't losing weight because I was doing exercise um, and I was trying to eat better. I won't say I, was, I wasn't I was tracking or anything because I didn't understand any of that then. But I was eating better and I was being very, very active for my, for who I was. I was being yeah. In comparison to previously. Yeah. Turns out that caramel macchiato at Starbucks has nearly 500 calories in it. <laughs> and I was drinking nearly... A, between two and four a day. I'm not going to lie. Five days a week. Yeah, that's absolutely outrageous. So just as another little side note, ladies, if you are listening, stop drinking your calories. Yeah, literally. Nothing wrong with the odd thing like that. If you really, really enjoy them, but please be aware of what you are putting into your body. Yeah. So I like literally wasn't losing any weight. I'd kind of I kind of like plateaued uh, where I was and I was quite happy and I was like, okay with wearing shorts yeah. and a bikini and stuff on, on holiday with you. I think the problem with that is because you had no knowledge, you had no understanding in your mind, the diet quote unquote that you were doing was not working. No, no now that's not the case. You it was the caramel macchiatos. Yeah. You clearly weren't in a calorie deficit. Yeah. But at the time you thought you needed to do a specific diet and specific diets work for some people and not for others. Yeah. That's not true. Any diet you have ever done that has been successful has put you into a calorie deficit. And now I think things are changing and people are starting to understand that, but certainly five, 10 years ago, people just thought that you either, you know, Slimming World works for you. Atkins diet works for you low carb works for you you know whatever it might be like a type of diet was the right diet for you that's not that's not true like a certain approach is the right approach for you but all of them work for the same reason literally and they don't work if you're eating if you're drinking 2000 calories of caramel macchiato a day Mm -hmm. delicious (laughs) delicious however not good so then we went to thailand and for four weeks, 
I ate pad thai apart from. Um, you that, liar. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Absolute liar. She's yeah, lying. So, yeah, well, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> I didn't. I did for the first three days and then was like, this is not for me. I need to eat pizza because I'm too British for my own good. And I was like, I don't like cultural foods. Yeah, um, very uncultured, guys. Hey, behave yourself. But we walked a lot in Thailand. We didn't, uh, I wouldn't say we overly drank for the oh. fact that we were traveling. Yeah. We, we were like active swimming. We were doing stuff the whole time. And I lost weight while I was away. Yeah. And it turns out that, you know, moving more and eating less. Yeah, go who would have known, known it? Okay. Um, so yeah, came back from Thailand and then I dieted on and off, random diet, Slimming World, Weight Watchers. Um, I went back to Slimming World and they were like, right, you can do this, but you need to not exercise because that's going to make you heavier. And I was like, so I remember ringing you and I think you just started going to the gym with Kate. I don't think you were doing anything to do, to do, to, 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 to do with your course yet. However, you were like, that is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard. And I was like, yeah, but they've told me. They've told me that if I if I exercise too much, because I said to them, they said, how active are you? And I said, oh, I've been going to the leisure center gym. I've been doing a little bit, blah, blah, blah. They're like, oh, well, we wouldn't suggest it for weight loss. Do you know what frustrates me about this? And this is a no disrespect to the women and men who run or you know are affiliated with those clubs and other person that you weigh in with but they literally have no idea what they are talking about and they just get told but they've been fed the information so they give you this information this this like hard and fast rule this blanket term for everybody with no knowledge of what that means like you are essentially telling people that one of the things that is deemed to be the best thing for people's physical and mental health for so many different, like the scope of that is just enormous and you're telling them not to do it. Mm -hmm. Like it just blows my mind. I don't know how they get away with it. I can't cope. So I did that for a bit and, you know, on and off it worked. I gained, I lost, I gained, I lost. And um, yeah, so basically you didn't. You, yeah, you didn't. like nothing really happened. Um, I was still continuing to live my role as Erin, the funny fat friend. And I genuinely believe, and this is not for sympathy or people to be like, oh, that's sad. I, I genuinely thought that's who I was as a person. Mm-hmm. I thought that it's all right. Everyone in a group has an, has an overweight person. Like this was how like my mind worked at the time. I was like, everyone has a fat friend and I'm just the fat friend. And And I think you, there were so many comments, like you've mentioned a couple of them over the years that affected your self-esteem that you are going to take on that persona. Like there's a comment, I don't know whether you want to mention it, that was said by an ex-boyfriend that makes me angry to my core like I can't I actually can't even cope and it made me so angry that I will never forget it like I just and those words like you take that stuff on and if you add to that the stuff you then say to yourself about yourself you can say it I don't mind it's absolutely no wonder that your self-esteem is shot to shit and I think that that's what 
is really important for who I am now as 28 year old Erin, not 18 year old Erin, is that if somebody in my life ever dared speak to me about me, to me, about me, to anybody else, but spoke to me like that, I'd be like, I know who I am and you can fuck oh, off. Yeah. Like, I'm not interested in you being a part of my life if that is how you want to speak to me and how you feel about me. Yeah. Um, but it takes a really long time and a lot of healing for, yeah. for that to change. Um, but I do, yeah, I just, I just thought it's okay. You know, I've got a great group of girls. I'll just be the funny, funny fat one. Like it's all right. And then, you know, thank the heavens you decided to do your course and was like, come on, Erin, I can't be charging people until I know what I'm doing. And, you know, if I'm going to take on a challenge, you're definitely a challenge. So we'll give it a go. And, and Bob had proposed to me in the June, in the June. Yes, mm-hmm. June the 1st. Because um, that was in the, sept- it was in the October, September time you started your course, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So he'd proposed to me in the June and we were living at his mum mum and stepdad's while we were saving for our house. And we were in takeaways all the time and stuff like that because again you what sometimes it's you know I don't like to make excuses and certainly as soon as I was doing it with you those excuses were gone but at the time it was oh well you know we don't eat with them so it's just easier we don't want to make a mess you know yeah and I think that you are like we're all very guilty of it if the excuse works you keep using it yeah 100% if if it's easy convenient and it's a hard habit to break then there's going to be a reason for it because we put up these own things that help us to create the bullshit excuses. Yeah. So you 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 almost give yourself like you validate the shit that yeah. you're doing because you don't want to front up to the fact that you are getting in your own way. Yeah. And 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 Bob proposed and it was magical and then I look back at those photos and I actually hate them and he hates them as well and Bob's Bob's is very chilled about, you know, his body and stuff like that. The kid literally can muller a pizza seven out of seven days if he wanted to. Um, Yeah, literally loves it. Triple cheeses. He's an animal. Love him for it, but he's an animal. So he equally has said before, like, he's like, why A, was I wearing a turtleneck? It was like 25 degrees. And B... (laughs) I literally, he was like, I just hate those photos. Like, I hate them. And I'm exactly the same. Like... It was like the most, other than our wedding day, like the most magical kind of like day of my life. And we haven't got one photo up in our house of it because I hate the photos. Um, yeah. If it makes you feel any better, I, my hair is really, really ginger. And it is. <laughs> this is. This is, you can tell we're sisters because you're not like, oh no, they're nice. Yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah. You look like you've got an orange head. Yeah, well, there's nothing wrong with ginger hair, but like my hair was not supposed to look like that. No, it wasn't. Like, it needed toning or something. You know, like Nicole should have said to me that you know a cropped peplum top was just not a, with my acid wash jeans was just not a look on me. Like she should have just told me, but she didn't. So you know, we've all done bad things in our life. <laughs> um, but yeah, so more to the point. We got engaged and, you know, super, super excited, started looking at venues in the September. And then you started your course and 
was like, look, come on, let me use you as a guinea pig, quite literally. And I was like, all right, well, I've tried it. I've tried. I literally said, I've tried everything else. It's worth a go. And you in my that. honest opinion, go on. In my honest opinion, I thought she's full of shit and it's never going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised to hear that. But what I was going to say was at the time, you had rang me, both me and mum, crying about your weight. I don't know if you'll remember this. And mum rang me and basically begged me that what I was going to help you with would actually work. <laughs> and not, not because she wanted you to lose weight, but because she wanted you to be happy. Mm-hmm. And that was all we wanted. Like, I thought, fucking hell, I am really, like, maybe biting off more than I can chew here. Like, I've never done this before. I've never coached anybody. And you are going to be <laughs> the, like definition of hard work like but actually you were pretty much a dream and you did everything that I asked worked really hard and as soon as you started to realize that it worked you really went for it but in the first week do you remember the check-in at the end of the first week yeah so I'd been doing Weight Watchers I'd been doing Weight Watchers um sorry Bob's just come home from work. Um, we've not got our own podcast studio yet. Um, <laughs> so the dream. I do, yeah, in time, manifesting, manifesting. <laughs> but um, we, I'd been doing Weight Watchers for probably like three, four weeks. Um, Prior. Yeah. And I'd lost, like, I'd been consistently losing every week. And you asked me to track on Weight Watchers and track on my fitness pal, because Weight Watchers have an app where you put your points in. It's like a point system, kind of the same as doing my, it's a tracking tool basically for your food. Because mm-hmm. you wanted to see, because you were new to it as well, how many calories are they kind of giving her? If I want her to eat this much, then why is she, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I did that for the first week. Or it might have been, yeah, I did that. And basically I ate what you told me to do, but I went over on my points daily. If I'd stuck to my Weight Watchers points, I would have been sub 1000 calories a day. Mm-hmm. I was on whatever calories you had given me, but my weight, had I only, had, did I drop or did I stay the, stay the same? But I think you gained. I, yes, I did. I remember I gained two pounds. I gained two pounds but you put my photos from the week before and that week next to each other. And I was astounded. Like, and genuinely was like, oh my God, she knows her shit. Like, (laughs) took one week to convince you. Yeah, but like, I looked like, and I'm not even exaggerating, I genuinely looked like I dropped six or seven pounds. Mm -hmm. Like my 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 stomach everything had gone because I was eating whole nutritious foods because that's what you told me to do and I was doing exactly as I was told and I was moving more and all of those sorts of things you I was just well I was hooked if I'm completely honest and that was in 2022 so that was in October 2019 is that right I got engaged June 2019 yeah 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 I opened my Instagram account, which was called something like shredding for my wedding. Um, And my first post was of a fishtail tight wedding dress, basically saying that I was using this account to hold myself accountable so that when I go wedding dress shopping, I 
don't hate myself basically mm-hmm. um and that it's just like an accountability tool and it was private and I had like you and like four of my friends following because I from day one posted check-in photos on my grid because for me that was what I needed to do to hold myself accountable I needed to use my progress to to kind of keep to yeah keep me going uh so I did that and obviously it then changed Erin Healthy Life it then went to public and that was a massive deal for me like I remember texting you being like, oh, no, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it. I can't just let random people go on my profile and look at me. And you know, it wasn't even random people. It was people that I know. Yeah. Who I've always been. Erin, Erin, the funny fat one. And I was like, oh my God, I'm in, you know, I'm my, that, I've still scrutinize me. Basically what you said was, I don't want to end up in everybody's group chat. Yeah, no, I did. I did say that, yeah. Um, they can put me in there now. I don't <laughs> mind. Put me in there. On. Put me in there. Let's see what you're saying. But no, I I did that, and yeah, we just you kind of we just chipped away, and it made me realize that slow and steady wins the race. Um, by Christmas that year, I was like already feeling like I, you know, looked loads better. Um, and like me and Bob moved into our house in the December. No, we didn't. We moved into the house in the following December. Um, we yeah, locked down then, didn't we? Yeah, we were. Yes, sorry. We were still living with my cantina. And that was what was, I was kind of, I was cooking all my own meals. I was eating on my, like eating on my own 90% of the time. Having like an off-plan meal when you recommended that I had one I wasn't eating off plat honestly I was such an angel what happened <laughs> but I genuinely it for years yeah I genuinely was doing everything that you asked me to do and we went wedding dress shopping in February of 2020 when everyone was still laughing that the COVID wasn't a real thing and then obviously then March happened and then you know the last two years of our life happened Um, And we went wedding dress shopping and I tried on everything, you name it. I tried it on and I felt, and I hope, I, I hope that I showed it. I felt great. Yeah, you did. It didn't matter that I was being shoehorned into a few of them, because by the way, girls, if you go wedding dress shopping and you're any bigger than a size 10 dress size, nine times out of 10, things might be a bit tight on you because they get a sample size in of that dress and that's kind of it. So yeah. I feel like it's either like quite small or a lot bigger. And there's nothing in the middle. There's no, no there's like kind of normal size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so, that there is a normal size, but there's no middle ground. No, there's no middle ground. And obviously, so if you ever have to get pinned in or like pulled in. Yeah. So we went to our final shop and I tried on my dress and I couldn't move. If I'd farted, I would have ripped it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what don't you think that that's it? That is right, though, isn't it? It's a really good description, but that's not what I was expecting you to say. Full of surprises, me. So it was rather snug. It was snug, to say the least. And I. So the lovely lady in the shop, poor woman, and my mum uh, shoehorned me into it quite literally, did it up. And I came out from behind that curtain, proud as punch. It didn't matter that honestly, 
You were waddling like a duck. Oh, I couldn't move. I could not move. I felt since I would have married him, not being able to breathe or fart all day. I swear <laughs> to God. That was how I felt in that dress. And that just... It's really nice for every wedding guest that was at your wedding to know that you were just farting away. But I wasn't. Time. I wasn't. I'm using it as an expression. <laughs> I'm using it as an expression. If I let anything out, I might have popped out of it. But let me finish. So I, I bought it. I've lost the part. Oh, God. Right. Okay. Are you composed? No. <laughs> I'm just imagining you on your wedding day just walking around like really smugly. You're like, <laughs> yeah, I probably was. <laughs> I'm not going to tell a lie. So I Ooh. bought the dress <laughs> in the size that I tried it on in. Yeah. I, um, the woman I remember, um, Crystal from Crystal Brides, looking at you and going, like she basically you, wanted my not. She wanted, yeah, because I said that she, my this is my sister. She's my coach. I've already dropped. I dropped a stone at that point, I think, and I was like, but I'm going to lose the weight. And Crystal, knowing and having done this for a very long time, was like, we do get a lot of brides say that, and I don't want you to be disheartened if you come back and if you've if you've not if you if you've stayed the same, we can we can do something about it. But if you've got any bigger, this dress is not going to fit you. Yeah. And I was like, no, bring them in, but they can't usually take, take them out. And I was like, oh, I don't care. I'm, that's that's what I want. And I remember looking at you and you being like, no, she's going to do it. Straightest face ever after you just finished sobbing because I looked so beautiful. <laughs> you literally was like, I'm no, crying she's again now, but not because of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember you were just literally like, no, she's going to do it. She will do it. And me thinking, yeah, I am. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. And that is literally what I did for the next 18 months through stress and worry about not being able to even get married because of COVID. And I went to that dress fitting and I didn't cry at our first, not properly at our first, at my first dress fitting, but I did at my second one because I could not believe that that same size dress fell off of me and I had to be pinned into it. Yeah. And it was massive, wasn't it? Yeah. So fat loss, weight loss kind of thing. That's kind of where I'm at now. Now I work on strength goals and, you know, don't get me wrong. I would like to um, potentially drop. Uh, I, I'm, a li- I'm slightly heavier. That's the only way to say it, heavier than what I was uh, when we got married. Marginally, it's not a massive amount. Um, I wouldn't mind being uh, back where I was when we got married, but equally, I'm also focused on the fact that I can do a hell of a lot more in the gym than what I could then. So I've definitely gained strength, even if I've gained some body fat. And I think that that's really important to look at that, like you did a post on Instagram about it the other day, that the smallest version of you isn't necessarily like the best or the happiest version of you. Mm -hmm. And like I still wear a sports bra and shorts every single day. Like I'm fully committed to shorts from April till September. It's not good. Nothing else is being worn. And Erin four years, three years ago would have never, I remember when I first went in the gym saying to you, you came down from Manchester and we went in the leisure center to train. And I remember saying to you, will I ever feel comfortable enough to just wear the sports bra? Cause I had a big t-shirt on and you were like, yeah, it will just happen. One day you'll just be like, I'm okay with this. 
And now, oh my God, the thought of wearing a t-shirt to training. Oh, it's grim. Like, yeah. But I completely get why. Not, not because of the t-shirt, but like the warmth. Like, how do you cope? Yeah, that's, but I completely get as well why people aren't ready for that. Oh yeah, 100%. Because I've been I there. Everyone, regardless of um, size or, or how you feel about your body fat, I think everybody transitions through that. Yeah, definitely. Of feeling like not ready, too nervous. Yeah. I also think that there is a certain amount of people assuming that if you have, if you rock up into the gym in a sports bra, people are going to think like, who the fuck does she think she is? She doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah, literally. Because people think, if you rock up thinking like you look the bee's knees, like, who does she think she is? Whereas That's now... absolute bullshit. And actually, I was where... So on Monday, every single... Not Monday. I wasn't here on Monday. I was in Crete. Um, what day is it? It's Friday. Yesterday. It was hot. But when I was leaving for the gym, it wasn't hot. And I don't wear shorts very often, but that's not because I have any reason not to. I just don't tend to. But I'd gone to work in leggings and a jumper because it wasn't that warm every single one of my clients had shorts and cropped up on. And I was talking to the one, one of them about it because they'd sort of said like, oh, I didn't really want to, but I knew I would just absolutely die of the heat and stuff. And I was like, do you know what? Everyone's probably looking at me thinking, what the hell is wrong with her? It's a million degrees. She's standing there in leggings and a jumper. Everybody else has got the right idea. And I was the absolute mong that was like yeah. rocking around in my jumper, sweating my back out. Um, but yeah. Wear the shorts, basically. Yeah. So I feel like that was like all of those sorts of things were like massive. Oh, my God. This is a complete side note. And nobody is sat in my kitchen with me. However, Bob better come downstairs soon because my paddling pool is about to overfill. (laughs) It'll be fine for a few more minutes. Um, We don't have a mansion yet with our own built in pool. So I've pumped up a paddling pool this morning and I'm filling it up. But it's been filling up for like four hours. So I think he's going to be really cross. Anyway, um, I, we got married in September last year and in January of last year, I was like, I rang you and you know, I've been, I'd been losing body fat for a long time. I'd got really dedicated to the gym and I am really proud of that. I trained five days a week. I did as I was told. I pushed numbers, had a great training partner and we'd encourage each other to be there. And it was also my escape from my office job because I didn't enjoy my job. It paid the bills. It was saving for our, our wedding and our house and things like that. And so I went there, I went home, but before I went home, I went to the gym and that was a every single day that I was doing that. I was in a better mood when I came home. If I'd just come home from work, I wouldn't have been in a good mood, but going to the gym. Yeah, like a decompress. Yeah, for sure. So I was doing that. And then I remember saying to Bob's, I think I want to do my PT course and him being like, we'll do it if you want to do it. And me being like, is Nicole going to be annoyed? And him being like, why would she be annoyed? And me, I, and I was like, well, I don't know. Do you think she think I'm copying her? And he was like, well, if anything, surely that's a compliment anyway. And I was like, oh, I know. Maybe, maybe I should ask her. And then he'd ask me the following day, have you spoken to Nicole yet? And I'd be like, no, no. And the next day he'd be like, have you spoken to Nicole? No, no, haven't done that. And then I finally did. And you literally laughed at me as to why I thought 
that you would be annoyed at me. You were like, I think this is possibly the best idea you've ever had. Uh, sign up with the company that I did it with and be dedicated and you'll be qualified in like four or five months. I was like, uh, 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 okay. Okay. Yeah, like, oh shit, now I actually have to do it. Yeah, it felt like as soon as maybe, maybe that was why I was putting it off because I knew that if I said it to you, I had to do it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't let you not. Yeah, so I signed up mm. and I did my level two and then you in not in, uh, I invoiced you so I wasn't employed was I but I I registered myself as self-employed um and was invoicing you for me for and I was teaching one class a week on NRF home absolutely loving my life and just giving me even more of a bug to do my course because I just and nobody because this was a Facebook live that you did you can you could see people pop up if they were there, but you couldn't see them or anything. But I just got such a buzz off the fact that somebody might exercise alongside me or watch it back and get something from it. Um, so I did that in the April, and then as of the twenty sixth of July, I went fully self employed as Erin Healthy Life from the gym. So actually, in just over a week's time. 10 days time I am a year fully fledged self-employed personal trainer and in that year I well my five-year plan was to have my own space and in that year I now have my own space (laughs) so amazing I can't believe it's been that long so I have the studio um which I opened um at the beginning of April this year and it has just gone from like strength to strength and not even in terms of like my the most important thing to me is that women feel that they can be themselves because that's really important to me and that's who I am as a person is to be authentic and to be myself and most of my friends most of my see this is why I call them I call them my friends all the time because they are most of my clients tell me that they feel like they're hanging out with their friend for an hour mm-hmm. because it's just I just what I can't I can't I can't be professional I can I've tried I can't like I just can't and I often say god why why do you stay and they're like because you are who you are you are who you you are what you it's a client facing role isn't it they've got to enjoy but if you think about like having your nails done if you went to have your nails done and you literally couldn't make a conversation with the nail tech you would probably go somewhere else exactly so not to like the person yes you want to get results and yes you want to work with somebody who knows their shit but you've also got to get on like 100% massive massive part of it and PT particularly face-to-face for so many people is about like so so much more than the exercise like for most people I would say it's more about the time for themselves the therapy session the like the hour away from the kids like yeah literally but for for me what was so important about the studio because of previously working in a gym environment and quite a male dominated gym environment was that I wanted the girls to feel so comfortable so comfortable around other girls so comfortable in their own skin um feel like it was a really really safe happy space and even just, I think with this, we've if we've got a heat wave in England at the moment, hence the paddling pool. And this week alone, I have had girls who 
before wore oversized baggy t-shirts, leggings, kept their head down and their shoulders hunched during classes, walk in this week with their head held high with a sports bra and shorts on. And these girls are of all different shapes and sizes. Not, not you know, not all of them are typical and I'm, you know, like in, you know, quote unquote, gym girls. They're not, they are normal women just coming to this space that they then will message me afterwards because they tell me not, I'm not allowed to make a big deal out of the shorts because as they walk in, I tell, I wolf whistle and stuff because I'm inappropriate. And <laughs> they have messaged me since and said, Erin, the only reason that I can do that and that I have been brave enough to do that is because of what you've created for us girls. And this is most mostly members. So it's girls who come to my classes, to timetable classes with eight, other, eight, 10 other women who were strangers a few months ago and are now swapping clothes and sharing shorts and, you know, just creating an environment that is safe and inclusive. Um, and that's what I wanted to do. And that's what I've done. So now what I need to do is find somewhere even bigger so I can have more of them. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, from designated fat friend at 15 to studio owner at 28, who is not a, again, quote unquote, gym girl. I am not ripped or you know the strongest or the fittest you should see and my clients can out burpee me like there's no tomorrow <laughs> however I love my job I love my life I love what I look like and 12 years ago 13 14 years ago even probably 20 years ago when I was eight years old going to dance and feeling like I was the fat one then I never ever thought that I would feel like this. And I think that for anybody who listens to this, who feels like that, the only person who, and I know this sounds, you know, probably everyone says this to you whenever you not say something about your weight or how you feel about yourself. The only person who can change it is you and surrounding yourself with positive influences to do that is really, really important. Bob couldn't care what I looked like he does this weird thing at me all the time <laughs> and tells me I'm sexy and, you know, all of that. Absolutely obsessed with me and I'm here for it. Whether I was this size or whether I was a, a bigger size, a smaller size, he doesn't care. You don't care. My girls don't care. The people who I surround myself with, they, they love me and have an opinion of me based on who I am, not what I look like. Mm -hmm. And the it took a really long time to realize that people's opinions, if people's opinions are of you are based on your appearance, then they're shit people and they should not be in your life. Yeah. And like I said, it takes a really long time. But once you kind of get there and realize that, it's a really happy place to be most of the time. Don't get me wrong. I get days where I wake up and think, God. What happened? Everyone. Yeah, what happened overnight? What Everyone happened overnight? Like, I went to bed feeling quite fantastic. Yeah. Usually you wake up in the morning feeling like even more fantastic, but I've woke up looking like I've been needing a shit for three days or that I'm due on my period. <laughs> um, 
We're hearing a lot about your bowel movements. Yeah, but I know, but this is what I mean. This is genuinely what people must think in the morning. They must wake up and think, why do I look like that? today oh yeah but but everybody has bad and that's what i'm saying is i'm i know i have had a transformative journey from self-love and body image and things like that but you still wake up some days thinking oh good god yeah but so normal but i think once you know that that's normal and that's not going to be your feeling every day then you're then it's okay yeah to accept yeah 100 percent. but yeah i feel like maybe i've just really really been really I feel like I've just journaled before this. Do you feel quite light? I do a little bit. I do need to go and turn that hose pipe off in a minute, though. <laughs> oh, God. Well, thank you for telling us about that. Well, I feel like... I feel like you just need to be honest sometimes. You and... feel lighter, and I feel like my head probably won't fit through the door when I leave the room. Welcome. <laughs> You're also welcome because I listen to you. Oh, by the way, I just did a little pose. Oh. <laughs> um, I listened to you, which therefore got results. Then other women were like, oh, what happened there? Let's go take a look. So actually, my head went fit. welcome. So everybody's welcome. We're and welcome. Like every, po- every podcast gets a little bit more ridiculous. Yeah, but you know. We're really settling into this, aren't we? Like we started off, we had um we had talking points for the episode one. This had no talking points, and I don't know if that's apparent. (laughs) But I also think it's very important that we are being normal humans. And if if anybody can take anything away from this, then I am happy because I feel like I've really let some things go this afternoon. I really can't take us seriously so I feel like we should probably end it there yep as always if you (laughs) if you enjoyed it please stamping his feet up because he wants his dinner (laughs) it's too early for his dinner it's not five o'clock yet so if he no not if he not if Cooper would like his dinner (laughs) for god's sakes if you enjoy our podcast please like share Tell your friends about it. Put it on while you're walking the dog. Do what do what you can. Let us let other people know about it. And also, please make sure that you follow us on our socials. So I'm at Erin Healthy Life, and Nicole is at Nicole Rebecca Fitness. And yeah, if there's anything you'd like us to cover, please give us a topic because otherwise, <laughs> you're gonna get more of this. You're gonna get more about me getting stuck in a dress and farting. So there you go. <laughs> So I think we're going to go now. Erin's going to turn off her paddling pool and I'm going to feed my dog, even though it is 3.15pm. So he should not be being fed. And like Erin said, like, share, shout about it, give us feedback, whatever you want to do. Thank you for listening. We hope it wasn't too ridiculous. And we will be back next time to get even more relaxed. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. (laughs) Thank you and bye-bye. Bye.